0: Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest PS5. I'm your host, Mr. Alex Sylvester, and with me, as always, is my co-host, and Tekken BH. <laughs> you know, we're going to, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to you, but anyway. Um... me. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a live stream on that one next time, but yeah, definitely. My co-host, Mr. Sonny Sangera, how you doing, man? <clears throat> okay, Spider in out. Outs i wonder yeah. why
1: i've got spider-man backgrounds i guess yeah, we'll yeah, find yeah, out in good. the news but i'm good dude i'm good i'm uh yeah, yeah. Cool. the weather's getting better here in the uk as well so it's a hazy the central a little bit today but um yes. yeah happy to be back on the show i missed last week you know what it is you know obviously last week we didn't record an episode of the latest ps5 because we did the live reaction to the state of play yeah. they're fun but <laughs> You, you lose a shit house free that you get in these episodes because we cheat some shit <laughs> no, sometimes, no, no. you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's hilarious, but
0: it's yeah, good to yeah, be back. Good. And, uh, yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, the latest PS5 news. Every week we'll be downloading your brain and uploading you with all the latest news from the, the world of gaming, including, well, everybody, but especially PlayStation 5, uh, to make sure that you don't have to go through all that woof that you don't see on the internet. We're going to give you exactly what you need to know right here, right now, in a nice, easy, digestible fo- format. And hopefully, we can get it done in about 30 minutes. So let's, let's, let's get straight onto it. All right. And uh, first of all, got to shout out the uh, the Patreon. Uh, if you enjoy listening to the show and listen every week, we thank you. Uh, why not head over to uh, www.patreon.com forward slash latest. latest ps5 we get that frog out my throat let me say that again that's www.patreon.com forward slash latest ps5 and help support the show by becoming a patreon doing so will get you extra playstation podcasts every week and more so head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest ps5 and again thank you support it's all good um <clears throat> this episode is brought to you by our patreon producers uh george rixie adam batty mountain batterbury paulio Doug salia sailor and scott mccluskey i'm wondering at the names but anyway you uh, can never uh, hit <laughs> a full patreon <laughs> paragraph <but I've laughs> like, they have just got some weird names but we thank you we thank you and like you know we look forward to more of you uh supporting as well because we've got like, some really interesting and crazy stuff planned for you guys especially this week uh but before
1: we get into all that what have you been playing man <laughs> Uh well obviously we spoke about it two weeks ago, got the platinum in the last of us part two. So I've just been playing Ratchet, you know. Uh, obviously I was playing a new football game demo, which is obviously the Pez online performance test. So I've been mashing the hell out of that. Okay, actually, yeah, yeah. Playing Ratchet, absolutely love the game, taking yeah. my time, not rushing it. I'm mm-hmm. just enamored with the world. It's <laughs> stunning. It's absolutely stunning. You can't help but just pause and look around. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It's awesome. Like I'm pausing it. Yeah, while in game, going into photo mode and then just zooming in <laughs> textures, and I'm just like, yeah. "How? How? Like, that's crazy! Like, it's there's no pop into it. Like, it's like as the camera gets close, it's already ultra detailed with this high res yeah. texture. And I'm just like,
0: what? That's insane.
1: That's Gameplay insane. is amazing. Visuals is amazing. Combat yeah. is amazing. Story now, I'm into the meat of it is amazing. Okay, yeah, but yeah, nice. I'm telling you, Alex, literally from pressing x on the home screen to load up ratchet so i've pressed x from me pressing x to me being able to move rivet or ratchet yeah five seconds really as soon as you as soon as your main because sometimes you'll get the 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 playstation studios logo right yeah but as soon as the main menu comes up and you press x to resume Mm. you blink it's there that's it. Really? That, wow. this game shows the definition of SSD and then on top of that let me yes. give you an example when you find a rift to go into right mm. I was standing on the precipice of that mm. rift with two worlds loaded oh, no. and I was just taking a step each way and it Between was the, in, uh, in, in, in there, oh, was, no, there was no like loss or nothing I was just going in and out I was dashing oh, through them, I was trying to break the game I was like surely the SSD <laughs> keep two because it doesn't know what I'm gonna do. Easy, absolutely. Yeah, it it all flawlessly. You know, high Flawless, fidelity. Mate. And no then problem. again, no this problem. is just literally the ultimate. Everything. This is a, a. It ticks everything a platformer should be. There's open world section. There's linear sections. There's verticality. There's ways to go down. There's speed. There's slow. There's climbing. There's jumping. There's yeah. gliding. There's railing. There's everything in wow. the game and the combat there's no platformer that matches this cr- this is basically the comedy platforming version of control without the without really? the controlling okay. it because the weapons are just ridiculous like yeah, you know yeah. what i mean um, combos as well. you
0: can combine. great game though but what are yeah, you been playing okay. well i've always been playing the same game for the past 20 years it feels like <laughs> uh yeah i'm i'm getting through the meat of last of us 2 and uh it's like a weekly week by week update uh so far we just found out that uh Girlfriend Dina is pregnant. You were there flipping two yeah. weeks ago. Oh, I know I, know, I know. I'm just giving everyone like a previously on. And then the secondly, I went on and did like a rogue mission. Um, what was I trying to find? Did you go to the hospital? No, I didn't go to the hospital. No, no, I went on a rogue mission. Uh, and then he ended up with me meeting up with um, her past boyfriend. I can't remember. His yeah, name. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Jesse. I or Jesse. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Dude, anyway, how crazy oh. is that town where there's just, like, houses and all the enemies yeah. are there and stuff?
0: Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, yeah. So, I'm at the part where I'm just pretty much just trying to take down all the fireflies, and you have to go stealth. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, I've tried multiple different ways, man. I'm throwing freaking uh, Molotov bombs. I'm freaking just popping people. I'm trying to make sure that my silencer, yeah, is always on point. And, you know, there, you finally just got your shot, and you're like, the silence off. Boom! It's Everybody's alert. It's the dogs as well, you know I'm, what I mean? am having fun with all the, uh, the bombs, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, the bombs oh, are the okay. best. Basically, I've picked a house, here, yeah, and it just reminded me of, like, I was, like, Kevin Mc, Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. <laughs> I had traps all over this place, man. I was, like, yeah! Nice! <laughs> On the stairs, you know what I mean? <laughs> into, into the different roofs. Like, there was no way for anybody to even get to me, yeah? I love so, um, yeah. so I'm trying to get some attention. I'm shooting somebody in it, but then... I realised I pretty much killed everybody. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I had this whole house set up with booby traps and I was just <laughs> waiting the whole thing. But anyway, didn't work out. Uh, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it, man. And uh, yeah, awfully. All I'm loving this but, game. I know I should be
1: blasting through it, but I just love the the little bit, the, the little good, But this is what I'm saying to you. It's the the people don't realize is yes, it's a new benchmark for narrative in games. But people don't realize the combat sections. There's yeah. so many ways you can do it. Like my cousin, oh, many, he went through right. that whole section without yeah. alerting a single person. Really, he didn't wow. alert anybody. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't alert. He managed to get all the way around yeah. to the end of that section to where you meet Jesse without triggering anyone. Imagine. Wow. So, oh, That's uh, the, only guy, the only guy he triggered is yeah. the one where you jump down and he's behind a fence. Bruh, and you yeah, have yeah, yeah. yeah. to trigger him. Otherwise, I was just like, that is insane. Then you, you got go me crazy. who it's goes dogs. It's the dogs, man. The dogs. Dude, I went into it <laughs> like the predator with stealth. <clears throat> And yeah. I ended up like Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone Taking out. all these motherfuckers yeah, down. Yeah. That's it. Oh, man. Love the game. Great game. Can't wait until you do the next mission. Yeah, uh, it's good it's, it's day really day, good. It? I must say, the um, little side note: the guitar
0: um, feature that they've got in there is brilliant. You I mean, need you to go into YouTube, you play the guitar. YouTube, you can actually YouTube. just like you can strum each string yeah, using yeah, the touchpad. Yeah. I think that's
1: brilliant. I thought it was just like a general <laughs> strum. There's but, um, people on YouTube that yeah. do full, like, heavy metal rock songs no, and Freddie we... Mercury songs oh, and sick. Valkyrie songs, and they're just going crazy on the guitar, and they're playing full-blown tracks. It's stunning. I was just that's like, even Naughty Dog were just like, how,
0: how have you done this, <laughs> like... Yeah, brilliant man. I mean that team who actually focused on that aspect of the game, Mm. hats off to them definitely man. But anyway, going into our news with number one, Insomniac Games has not officially announced Marvel's Spider-Man 2 yet but the motion capture actor who portrays Miles Morales in the video game universe has teased that it might just be in the works. Interestingly enough, actor Nadi, Nad, Nadji Jetta, I'm killing names every there, um, quickly pulled the image off his Instagram page, which suggests that he may have let the cat out the bag a bit too early. Uh, there wasn't much to see. Uh, it was simply a host of him in a mocap suit. So, Um, What does that mean? Obviously, they're working on part two. We know that they're working on part two. I mean, everybody's looking forward to it. It's going to make them a ton of money. I don't know why they don't just just let people know. Why are they doing this? Why is everybody
1: taking it down? Why? I think the fact that they're doing mocap, you need to announce it in a professional way because these sort of announcements of this nature affect stock prices, right? When Sony announced Spider-Man 2, stock price will raise because of the amount of the original sold, Miles sold and stuff like that. Yeah. I just think that these actors, all, all the time, all these actors blow stuff and they don't realise what they're doing. And this guy, I think he understands now, shit, you know, oh, maybe I, I shouldn't have done like, that. Yeah,
0: put it on Instagram, you know what I mean? Because I'm doing
1: the rumour is, about like, after Ratchet launched, Insomniac threw a curveball because everyone thought, yeah, now we're going to get Spider-Man 2. But yeah. then Insomniac says, no, uh, no, we're working on a multiplayer game. You know, and you got to remember Insomniac make multiplayer games. They're really good at VR games. You know, they make platformers. But people forget that Insomniac have two teams, right? So, while one can be working on a multiplayer game, the other one is is, is guaranteed to be working on Spider Man 2. You know, or maybe we fuse the both. Maybe Spider Man 2 has a co op where one person plays as Miles and one person plays as Spider Man and they're in the same flipping city. How oh, wicked would that how be? be? Oh how my awesome God.
0: Would that be? Parallel worlds
1: like combining at the same time. That would be amazing. Awesome. Be amazing. But you that know what be. I love about Miles is, um, you know, you have the original Spider Man from 2018, then Miles comes out. Miles Morales is in the original game. So Miles Morales carries on from there, but it's the subtle hints of, spider-man in the flashbacks in the miles section which make it so good they intertwine perfect literally spider-man 2018 and miles morales is like their own little mcu in game form you know because the characters are crossing and stuff like that and spider-man 2 inevitably is going to have both of them in there you know obviously you're going to control peter parker but there could be sections where it's miles but maybe insomniac look at it now and think yeah, mainline spider-man miles game mainland spider-man Miles no, I think
0: you're right, you know, because Insomniac seem to be the only studio at the moment who are just pushing the limits as to what the PS5 can do. Obviously, we seen sitting with Ratchet and Clank and the SSD. Why not have a multiplayer Spider-Man game where two players can play the same narrative it would be amazing. That would be insane. That would actually blow people's minds. Actually, you know what? I
1: don't think I would want that because the Spider-Man 2018 and Miles stories are so good mm-hmm. as a single player, but yeah. imagine if there was a co-op story you know what I mean? That yeah, would it'd be, have to be cool. a co op
0: story, a co op narrative. You know what I mean? That, that's what like, I'm
1: saying. It'd be so good. That like, would be good. And if anyone's like, going to do it, it would be them. I mean, the story alone is. No spoilers sure. here, but if ever, any, anyone who's listening who's played Miles Morales and finished it, if you think about the side missions with his uncle, they could be slightly modified and become co op, you know, and then that sort yeah. of thing, like a side story that doesn't affect your main campaign. Yeah. yeah. It's cool, man. Platinum trophy. And then Definitely. just imagine. You get fun little modes where one person's Peter Parker, one person's Miles Morales and you're racing through checkpoints by swinging. Who's the fastest? Who's got the oh, best swing? Oh, trick that, scores! Things hey, like that. You yeah, know what man, I mean? Or the imagined, me the yeah. ultimate, imagine the ultimate one. You could link up and do double moves in the air while swinging. You know, oh God. Yeah, like a, like a trick like a trick off or something. Exactly. You, you can, can do, like, do so yeah, many yeah, fun little man. things in the Spider-Man yeah, world and you know what uh, content creators are like, man. They'll create some amazing... People will creating sections of Into the Spider-Verse, beat for beat, move for move, in Miles yeah. Morales. Like, you couldn't tell the difference between the two. It was just unbelievable, wow. man. It's it so that's, good. That's, that's good. But that's, really excited about this. Um, obviously, he shouldn't have done the picture. He's not going to bullshit and say, yeah, it's for something else on Netflix. No, it ain't, mate. We know it's Spider-Man, you know? <laughs> yeah, <take laughs> so exactly. it's just about waiting. But do when do we see Spider-Man? We will not see it until... <sighs> summer next year. What? See Sony, like the Sony first, will hold on. Just anything. Because you've got to remember Spider-Man 2018 was shown like two and a half years before it came out. Yeah. Um, so it was shown 16 and then it, it was shown June 2016 and then it came out September 2018. So like, okay. yeah, just, just under two and a half years. So I think... Spider-Man 2 will be shown... The reason why it will 100% be shown next year is to combat the momentum Microsoft will gain with Starfield. Because, obviously, Starfield will start showing a lot more on the run-up to launch. How do you combat that? You combat with Sony's biggest-selling individual IP, which was Spider-Man. So, you know... And and the world stops for Spider-Man, doesn't it? And well, everything got delayed to next year, didn't it? Like the Spider-Man film, Morbius is next year now as well. So yeah, there's yeah, a lot of true, stuff but, next year. So we're going to be in a Spider Into the but, Spider-Verse is out next year as it's well. True, but you know the thing is,
0: I think we might actually see something like this year by the end of the year. I think they're going to keep the
1: momentum oh, going. Let's have a bet. This listeners- <laughs> I bet you. Okay, listeners, you're witnessing this now. I bet you. A 1999 meal deal from Domino's. Because we can order it. We can just order it to each other's house, Dude. right? That by December 31st... <laughs> I've got to get this bet right so you can't cheat because we you like yeah, to sure. cheat, right? That they can... They, <laughs> they verbally, verbally saying it or having it in a financial or a press release doesn't count. I bet you by December 31st yeah. you do not f- see an image or video of a new Spider-Man game for PS5?
0: Ah, oh, come on. We're not talking about images. We're talking about anything.
1: Nah, nah, nah. Now you're changing. Give you're me. backtracking now. You're backtracking. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. This come is, this is like the backtrack. The film's, the film's coming out. The film's
0: supposed to be coming out this year, right?
1: Yeah, Listen, all video. I say is you, you, you're doing the same thing you do in Tekken. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. Then you get hammered. And then it's like... Style. Style. Oh, I didn't it. say it. I'm going to go we'll
0: In style. <laughs> <laughs> Anime style. Uh, all right, then, cool. We'll, we'll see what happens. Bro. But I'm, I'm putting my money on the fact that we will see something. Or, I mean, think about it. The fact that he's just leaked this out, you know, and like that's what, July? Give it, give it six months. Give it five, six months. We're gonna hear or see something else, you know. Um, and also, with the with the momentum of the new film, they may as well. I mean, why would they let that up? <clears throat> All right then. But anyway, um, I'm just making sure they've got the right information on the screen now. Going on to number two. Jeez, that first one took a long time. Anyway, bloody Spider-Man. Okay, then we're jumping over to Microsoft, because you know we love Microsoft in the show. Executive Phil Spencer has sprinkled praise over Sony's DualSense controller, saying that the format holder has done a nice job uh, with a PS5 pad and hinted that the Xbox manufacturer could update its own controller. Speaking on the latest kind of funny GameCast, Spencer didn't hide the fact that Team Xbox is obviously quite impressed with the DualSense controller. Phil Spencer stated the following... We're definitely thinking about different kinds of devices that can bring more games to more places. There's probably some work that we'll do on the controller. I think Sony's done a nice job with the controller and we kind of look at some of that and think that there's, there's things that we should go to do. There's things that we should do. But we're probably not in the more bespoke accessories place right now. We just look at, right, uh, at what happens on Windows and other places and then see if there's a unique opportunity for us. Uh, but right now, I don't think there's anything that's obvious to me. Which just sounds like
1: horseshit, <laughs> dude. Look, we spoke about it in the past. You know, they're deep down. They know they missed, the tri- they, they missed the trick. They missed the trick. They missed It's not that it's they missed the trick. They, they, when you're in a losing position, you have to do anything and everything to stay in the mindshare. And they went down the route of let's do anything we can to keep people happy, make them go wow, wow, wow. They decided to say yeah, your pads work with the new console, but you sacrifice something there my sony were like no 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 they've never been like that the dual sense is here it's revolutionary devs are all on it they love it it is making a difference on games that are on both platforms as well so now obviously the the fact that he was praising it but he had to chuck in you got to remember phil spence is the most uh marketed training professional there is he's trained how to talk you know what i mean by multiple people he ain't gonna make a mistake so the fact that he used the term um what did he say was it like bespoke the way he said it the bespoke controller bespoke accessories what he said we're not in the bespoke express it's not a bespoke it's the mandatory pad for a ps5 you know what i mean and it's taking it to another level but well, the more the better you know what i mean because if if microsoft do eventually put that in to a controller then devs will really go out to make sure every single game has those haptic feedback adaptive trigger support you know but they don't want to come across as like they're copying at the moment do they so because they're trying to play catch up already as it is they will
0: i think the people i think obviously sony's going to have an exclusive right with the manufacturer of the um haptic triggers and the force feedback um the adaptive triggers um, but i guess we'll have to wait what another two years maybe they'll probably have like what 24 months exclusivities and then we we'll start seeing all i, pho- don't, I don't
1: think microsoft release mm. and pad with those capabilities until they release their mid-cycle update you know the series x pro in like two and a half three years you know when they release the the bumped up machine it'll be like oh it comes with a new controller there 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 then that's when you see it because there's no point of releasing it otherwise because they do the xbox lab controller lab where you can modify pad colors and things like that 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 changes once you release a new pad out so i think they wait until a new machine um mid cycle I think so. yeah, yeah uh, I, think. I think so
0: man i mean basically you know that xbox man i mean they they pride themselves in making um they customize accessories i mean they've got the pro pad where you can actually tweak how resistive the the, the sticks are or mm-hmm. even the triggers so i wouldn't be surprised if they actually do come out and say okay we've got like the xbox plus pad or whatever name they pull out their house or the xbox ps5 dual sense (laughs) band you know what i mean and even coming out it even comes out with black and white um but i wouldn't be surprised if they do that because they know that they've got a market for it i mean they've probably made the most amount of um, variation for any accessory you know as a first party company than any others even compared to um sony i mean we've, we've we've seen the host of um the, the DualShock uh, 4 controllers, I mean, there's a plenty of them, but Microsoft, I'm sure they take the biscuit, man. I mean, you can customize absolutely everything. So adaptive triggers, they mm-hmm. got a market, man. So I wouldn't be surprised. But only time would tell Phil. But Phil, I don't know. I don't understand how they just missed that ticket, man. That was like an easy one. But anyway, jumping on to number three, uh, Tango. We're going to be talking about Tango, guys. Developer Tango Gameworks has announced that Ghostwire Tokyo. Has, booted into, has been booted into early 2022. The game was originally due for release in October 2021 um, for the PS5. The company revealed that the news during a post on Twitter, although it doesn't sound like the project is having any difficulties, rather the studio opted to delay the game partly in order to protecting the health of everyone at Tango. Which is good. We obviously, we don't want any uh, developers um, yeah, we always know about crunch, you know what I mean? It's it's one of those taboos in the uh, developer industry, uh, especially in games. And obviously with COVID-19 pretty much having a massive toll, it's shifted a lot of game releases that were going to be scheduled for this year, which have pretty much a lot have been pushed to next year now. We had the same thing with Deathloop as well. That was supposed to be, um, that was pushed back as well. Um, but they're all just making sure that the health of all the developers are you know are on point. You know, and that's the one thing that we want. Nobody wants a cyberpunk. I mean, that, that should just be a verb now. Nobody wants a cyberpunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that this game, when it eventually does come out, because it was one of the standout games in the showcase. I did. Well,
1: that, that, this was the other. This was the second Bethesda game that is, you know, coming to exclusive to PlayStation for a period of time yeah. because it's an xbox on yeah. studio now, right? Uh, uh. So I had a look. So obviously Deathloop went first, Ghostwire second. I was having a look at their post on Twitter. I'll yeah. read it out to you. We've made a decision to delay the launch of Ghostwire Tokyo to early 2022. Mm -hmm. We want to get the game in your hands as soon as possible so you can experience the unforgettable version of a haunted Tokyo that we've been hard at work building. At the same time, we're also focused on protecting the health of everyone at Tango. Our new release window will give us time to bring the world of Ghostwire to life as we've always envisioned it. Thank you for being patient as we work to bring you an experience unlike anything else we've ever made. We can't wait to show you more in the coming months. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I think you're looking at January, February for it. Um, It's a smart time to come out. That's usually when Resident Evil launches a remake or Village or anything like that and they do big sales. So yeah, I'm probably thinking definitely before March 31st. You definitely that's your money's on. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Can't wait, the game looks interesting. If it doesn't come out, you owe me. Domino's and, know, and yeah. i rate i rate tango <laughs> games works because obviously they, they, they
1: made the evil within and the evil within two two games that i, I finished i love them both they're great yeah. you know so um yeah we'll see what happens on that one cool 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 all
0: right on then to, onto our number four topic today sony interactive entertainment has published the list of top selling playstation store downloads for june 2021 with cyberpunk 2077 topping the list in the us and europe on playstation 4 over the uh on the ps5 front ratchet and clank with the park claim the top spot um with the park was the best-selling ps5 games by the ps um, store in the us and canada and europe uh last month although uh the charts differ a fair bit beyond that <clears throat> all right and so we've got the uh top 10 here okay so these are the uh top 10 ps5 games uh from us and canada number one should we start from number one actually just start from number 10. uh number 10 is knockout city number nine far cry five number eight god of war number seven mlb the show 2021 number six rust console edition number five chivalry two number four call of duty black ops cold war number three nba 2k21 minecraft what um (laughs) Uh, number two uh, is Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, and at
1: number one, Cyberpunk 2077. GTA is still oh. in there, mate. It's still, GTA never leaves. It's always, it's like a yo yo. It's up and down, up and down. It it's never leaves never the leaves. chart. Yeah, yeah, but it's I mean, really cool that, you know, Cyberpunk came back into the chart, into onto the PlayStation Store in June.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's <sighs> top on both territories, you know, it's two main territories, which is the US and Europe. So. Shows that people really want to play the game. And I think, again, I'm just waiting until the native PS5 version comes out and there's no issues for it. And, you know, when I've got a summer free, I'm going to be like, right, it's cyberpunk time. Let's do this. So, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not surprised Ratchet was on top of the PS5 charts. Game is stunning. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, Ratchet. And I can't wait to
0: get my hands onto that game as well. Uh, cyberpunk 2027 though, But I was actually, I dived onto that game the day. And it's, oh my God, the game, it's a gorgeous looking game. It's just a shame that it's just glitched. Fuck, even now, even now, I mean, there's parts where the character, the NPC is talking and there's no mouth movement and they just start moving through Shit, compare that the, to the,
1: the, the 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 love and care gone into the last of us <sighs> part two compared to cyberpunk you know
0: what i mean oh no well last of us 2 isn't without its glitches man. i've seen some not that bad mate that not game. that bad oh i don't know man i don't know naughty dog really needs to work on their quality <laughs> quality control definitely man uh, but anyway uh going on to number five uh the playstation 5 remains the best-selling console in the uk for the year, despite an influx of hardware availability for the Xbox Series X and Series S and yeah, Series X and S. Ratchet and Clank reclaimed the top spot in various EU markets last week, despite being available for over a month, as sales rose 186%. Looking back at the PlayStation 5, if you compare the numbers between the PS5, Xbox, and Switch, the PS5 is performing very well. So uh, we're looking at after 33 weeks on the market, ladies and gentlemen, and here are the figures. In the US, at number three is the Switch. I can't believe that, with 2.45 million. At number two, the Xbox Series X and S with 2.83 million. And at number one is PlayStation 5 with 3.62 million. Remember, this is after 33 weeks on the market. Um, and that was the US, in Europe, uh, slightly different story. At number three, the Xbox Series X and S uh, sold 1.66 million. Number two, the Switch has sold 1.8 uh, on 8 million. Uh, and at number one, at the PlayStation 5 sold 3.41 million. That's the main territory, impressive. mate. Europe main. is Sony own. Yeah. it's crazy. <sighs> yeah they they have definitely migrated over to the west um but in Japan the story is the opposite they need you like a comp- impressive um anigato. um uh, it's completely different to us it's like the complete opposite okay so in Japan uh number three is the Xbox series x with sixty thousand uh number <laughs> two is the playstation uh PS5 <laughs> what are you saying about sixty uh, thousand. The six 60- oh, yeah, of course, it's terrible. Uh, what's good? Yeah, I, I don't know why they even try, but it's better. Is that they're doing good? They're doing better. Uh, at number two, uh, the PS5, which is not too far off with 860,000. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and at number one, still champion of the world, the Nintendo no, 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 no. Switch with
1: 1.87 million. <laughs> Listen, the gap, the gap is like Japan is very handheld. Heavy, you know, Nintendo's always going to have that, no matter what. Yeah, I, I think it's great that Xbox is putting up a fight. You know, in its first thirty-three weeks, I didn't honestly, it's outperforming what I thought. I had really low hopes for it, but it's just showing that, you know, yeah, video games are doing great on all fronts. Every, all three are doing different things. They're all aiming for different types of a market. Um, they're all performing well in each territory, minus Xbox in Japan. But you know, it'll be really interesting to see where they are at 66 weeks, at 88 weeks, at 100 weeks. Let's see what the numbers are there. I think what you'll see is the Xbox real ta- really tailor off, you know. There'll be a bigger gap between whoever's second and Xbox in third place. But, yeah, I'm just happy that, like, people are getting hold of the machines. They're playing it well, and they're loving it. You know what I mean? It's great. I mean, I'm not surprised at the number. I'm, su- I'm a little bit surprised that the PS5 is ahead in America, even with stock shortages, but they obviously prioritise. The US for new stock at the moment. That's the main thing. Definitely. Europe, I would have always put money on the PS5 to do more just because I know all the history has shown that Europe is very predominantly PlayStation, you know, out of between PlayStation and Xbox, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward.
0: It will definitely be interesting. I'm just surprised to see that Nintendo um, didn't actually reach these figures um, till week 41, you know. So, but obviously, <clears throat> Nintendo obviously released uh, in the March of 2017, wasn't it? So whereas the PS5 and the Xbox Series X released in November, it so came out in March. It. They had the both. They had the um the benefit of the holiday and Christmas no, period. No, mate,
1: no, not at <laughs> 33 sales. weeks from March. At 33 weeks, you've got <laughs> uh, Christmas there, so you're uh, already going to uh, do no, the no, holiday no, no. sales.
0: It was, a, <laughs> it was a different market, man. It was a different market. No, no, no. You know, you're counting
1: like, Christmas, mate. You're counting no, 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 Think about and it. And Switch think didn't about. have any semiconductor shortages or anything like that, no, OK? No,
0: but you got to think about it. Like the dominating console at that time was a PlayStation 4. So the fact is that the PlayStation 5 is now, again, a dominating console. It's only to be expected, but the Switch is still holding its own with inferior hardware. With inferior hardware, it, it was inferior hardware. Records, you, uh, know, you know. So you that's after to Remember, the Sony and both Sony and Microsoft make a loss with every single console sold. Uh, Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo has been Nintendo. Now Nintendo has been
1: printing money anymore, from day one. Day one itself, the chip dude, itself, dude, the chip itself is old. Cringy. But then listen, they manage, you know, let's, let's just listen, make a custom listen, more, more importantly, <laughs> more importantly, let, you know. I probably made like a two dollar things. or something. I got, yeah, I got two, two things. A, the PS5 is now profitable. But B, here's the most important one.
0: Uh, you know
1: when the Switch came out, it was already on aging problem. tech. Yeah. So to release a new one, on, a, on that exact same tech with a screen that was used a decade ago by another handheld and then charge everyone the most expensive they've ever charged. Uh, Only Nintendo would look at their hardcore fans, <laughs> stick the middle finger up to you all and say fuck <laughs> you give more money you know what I mean? Because you know, what, what's going to happen yeah, is the diehard right, Nintendo did, fans are going to go out, they're going to go and spend another £310 or $350 on a yeah. machine that has no technical advancement on the current one, but you're paying for that kickstand. That's it really, uh, and,
0: and an OLED it doesn't I mean, have a... You know it has? It has physical advancements, yeah? Because this new Switch has a wider kickstand. So no longer is it going to be falling over. Which is manufactured, a from like,
1: let's be honest. <laughs> and it can is, adjust. That's probably can, costing that <laughs> Nintendo 75 cents for that part right <laughs> you know I mean? is, to scale, definitely definitely right? they've,
0: they've definitely squashed that down but uh, like but I yeah said, but it'll, it'll be, it'll be the vita though the vita the vita the, the oled
1: first right yeah mm-hmm. dude i'll tell you straight though man oled makes such you you see it on TVs but the vita uh, oled yeah. was a, a game changer for portable so i'm not lying when you see if you put a switch next to an oled it's ridiculous like the oled is so much lighter so much more colorful so much more vibrancy to it you know what i mean and again that's one thing man i love the vita i miss it it was just too ahead of sony they were too ahead of their time with that vita man it was ridiculous
0: Uh, there were a few things wrong with the vita
1: oh dude they they messed up money wise pricing wise but the the pricing was just it
0: was actually just the size of the console was just awkward as hell. Okay. I mean, the benefit with the Switch was that it's actually a little bit more comfortable. It's not the best, but at least you have the option to actually duck it and actually just use like a regular pad. You know, Listen, they, of one, they,
1: they, they it wasn't for the, let's, we, the one thing we can always say now officially is there would be no switch if there was no vita oled you yeah, oh, no, 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 no. to right, you want to play that game, you want to new, play story that game new story 5 there'll be yeah. no, there'll be no so new story five is there was uh, no game Boy. Uh, let's have a look let's have a look the ps5 remains the best killing console no we didn't that we're on number 6 yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> right then, on to number six, y'all. Okay, so EA Sports has officially announced the FIFA 2022 release date, uh, confirming the upcoming footy title will launch on October 1st for the PS5, PS4, and all other platforms. Those of you played on PS5 will get to experience an even more realistic and responsive gameplay experience thanks to the hyper-motion technology powering FIFA 22 that combines uh, advanced 11 match capture and proprietary machine. I don't know what that means, but anyway, it sounds like it's going to be impressive. FIFA 22 will also boast a range of deep and innovative features across its various game modes, including Korea, Volta, uh, Football Pro Clubs and FIFA Ultimate Team. Uh, Furthermore, the goalkeeper system has been completely revamped. There's a new creator club experience for career mode and reimagined gameplay in Volta football. Um, All in all, FIFA 2022 offers 17,000 plus players across over 700 teams um, in more than 90 stadiums and spans over 30 leagues. Wow, that game just sounds just mad. I think i mean, have fro- fro- okay. everything at it,
1: haven't I? I, think that, I think it's very impressive. I thought the reveal trailer was shit. How no, do you feel as a as fan? No, I mean my PES son PES plays fan? FIFA because Pez is too hard for him, um, so he's a disappointment <laughs> to me. Uh, <laughs> but like oh, that's the, problem, the, the problem, the problem you a have, a <laughs> <laughs> the problem you have is the one thing that EA and Konami are very good at: it's buzzwords. Okay. The proof is in the pudding. We need to see it if they can pull off. This technology that they're talking about, the fact that it can, the AI can learn the way you're playing and change itself to make it more competitive or easier, but make it more fluid, make it more match type. Great. It's it's a step forward for the genre, but we need to wait and see, you know, it took NBA 2K a long time and many, many games to get where they are and they care more. About their product and have a way better engine than EA have because EA use Frostbite. They're just piling on Frostbite. So, no matter what you do, the game at its core is running off the same engine that feels the same. The characters have the same body shapes and stuff. So, it makes the game awkward. But I've got my fingers crossed for them. You know, the one thing that FIFA will always beat Pez on is modes and content and reasons to play the game offline, you know. And I think. I, we, you know I was on a recent episode of um, Pez Supplement so that's basically uh, a show where Pez community members get together and they chat Pez um, obviously they only just started the show and uh, yours truly was on it and it is available on our SoundCloud feed because it's on everybody who's a part of the show's feeds and stuff so it's not one entity it's everybody's entity and we were talking about this and I just said the same thing. EA's had the reveal. Konami are going to have their reveal. So let's not compare or judge until we see them side by side. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see how Konami reveal their game. But EA are masters of marketing, especially the biggest game in the world for them every year, which is FIFA. So it'll be really, really interesting to see. Um,
0: so what does, with,
1: what does Pez need to do yeah, in order to even come close? Again, to- if, if you are listening to this and you're a Pez or FIFA fan, just go the episode behind this, find the Pez supplement. You can have an hour and a half of Pez talk. Yes, an hour and a half, 90 minutes of Pez talk. But <laughs> oh, wow. honestly, the one thing that Pez always has is the slogan, the pitch is out with the gameplay always wins, right? And Ooh. this is a big transition year for Pez because it's going on to a new engine and a new generation. So they just need to get the gameplay right this year. If they can get what on the pitch working perfect, they can build on that throughout the generation, you know, and they can build on the game via data packs, you know. But the priority is get the core right, get PES feeling great on Unreal, and then we go from there. Because you can have all the modes you want. If the the game plays crap, people won't play it. So it's that simple, you know. That's why, like, people get so excited when FIFA's coming out. Then they come out, then they bitch and moan about it because it's, it's the same old FIFA. It feels the same, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, FIFA 21 on PS5 was great. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with twenty two. Um, obviously I'm a Pez man at heart, so <laughs> I'll play that shit until it's broken, like Cyberpunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, crazy, crazy. Well, I think. I mean, do you think it's just a case of licensing? I mean, nah, that's definitely with like, the key. Because just, just Pez, sway. Pez, at its most successful from a software sales standpoint, in the. In the video games have changed right pez sells hundreds of millions a year based on free to play mobile things like that you know the pez franchises makes more money than it ever has if you go back to the ps2 days from a unit sale perspective where people were paying money for a full price game it sold Mm -hmm. its highest amounts when it didn't have licenses you know and the edit mode is a big thing for the pez community and you know, when you're having a banter with someone, that that does become a topic of conversation, you know, about licences and stuff. But again, people have grown up. It's what's on the pitch that counts. So I think Pez just needs to get the gameplay right. But every time you come into a new generation, if you can get the gameplay nailed, people, they'll move over because it's the time to move over, you know, and play. Right. And as long as Pez can get the, the gameplay nailed, I'm happy. You know, that's all I care about. The rest can, is, is just dressing just get the game get a good football game on
0: there yeah so as long as people remember that man what's it called manchester red actually means <laughs> <laughs> manchester united, well, the man united manchester are officially united. licensed in the game so definitely all right then we'll uh, uh we're going to jump on to our questions with number one we have one from elaine from dundee and uh, she says hey gentlemen hey elaine Uh, thank you for the show my question is what are some of the hardest games that you've ever played so hard that you had to use a guide whoa wow (laughs) that's a tough one and that's one which i don't even know if i want to mention (laughs) it i don't i I know
1: one of yours is mario getting all the coins Ah, ah, um, ah, 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 ah. it actually was. <laughs> no, so some <laughs> collectibles are yeah, yeah, it, relevant, yeah, everything. right? It was yeah, fucking yeah. solid.
0: There are so much are
1: in, there's, in, there's in. times where you need a guide to do collectibles otherwise you're in there for um, 2 300 hours. <laughs> tell me I think it. one of them for me is Demon Souls. Demon Souls, jeez, yeah. I went okay. gray in that game. Yeah. Like I mean the bosses are so hard on some of them, uh, Man Eater that big fucking Lord of the Rings look at, Flame Lurker, sorry. Uh, yeah. I had to literally, I didn't just watch a guide. I had to watch YouTube videos on how to beat these two <laughs> bosses. It was only these two bosses. Nobody, I could beat them all except yeah. these two. And Alex, Flame Lurker, I had to re- constantly restart the level yeah. Like, I had to constantly kill myself and then do another level comeback just to get more money or spirits or souls to buy yeah. more lives and weapons to go back to the boss and <laughs> die again. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, man, that just sounds like abuse. <laughs> it. It took it took how, you remember how long it took me to finish Demon Souls, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifty percent of that time was these two bosses. That's how hard wow. these bosses were. Why is that it was difficult? Really? That hard? It was. You, vid- I, you know when you play you a give game, me control. You, I would have done it in two seconds. They said, like, you know oh. when you, when you get so angry, you go beyond anger and you just start laughing. But that's when you become like a psycho sociopath murderer. You know what I mean? That's where I was. You, that's what it makes if you do. If the dual sense had a fucking wire, I would have bit it out the pad in anger. Like that's how angry <laughs> this game made me. man. So that's one of my more like recent ones. groups. That's, I, group that's be one of my ones. more recent ones. While I think of another oldie one, yeah. what about you? Me, uh, one of my favourite games of all time on the
0: Nintendo Switch. Um, it was Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I think what I was trying to collect was all the motherfucking Korok Seeds, (laughs) which- Collectibles, again? yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay, again, this is collectors. Obviously, I'm a completionist, especially on that space anyway. And I'd complete the game inside and out. Um, And the one thing I didn't actually do was to get all the Korok Seeds. So pretty much I went through each and every one labeling every single place on the map with various icons you know even you know even when you run out just to find them all and um and some of them were just ridiculous i mean some of them you had to be there at a particular time of day just to get done Um, But it was yeah it's it's mad you know but um All in all, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad that I actually used the guide because I would never, you know, in a month of Sundays have figured it all out, man, because this is just impossible. It's there to keep you there for life. You know what I mean? I've been been playing it until I was like 70 years old. I'm like, yes, I finally got the last one. Um, But yeah, that was my, um, that was the one game. What about you? Have you thought about your... Yeah, yeah, another
1: one. Uh, It's hard because I chose it to be hard. It could have been easier, but I always play Call of Duty games on veteran mode. Um, oh, okay. and over the years veteran mode has become easy but when modern warfare came out call of duty 4 modern warfare which is a ps3 game mm-hmm. that veteran mode was like one hit kill you know it was hard yeah. and you just had to like inch yourself forward you know yeah. it was just an achievement to get to a checkpoint <laughs> like, yes 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 i'm there i'm there but yeah. very hard you know that game was brick solid um Yeah, and then another one is Fight Night Champion. Again, I made it hard for myself because each fight in the career mode had a certain thing that you could or you had to, could only win in a certain way or certain things you couldn't do. Again, I played that game on hard because I wanted to challenge myself, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So that made it hard. I I could have played it on easy and stuff, but very, very difficult at the same time. Um, In terms of a guide, uh, I'm going to give you one. And it's a weird one because you wouldn't think you need one because it's sort of linear. It was Resident Evil 4. I didn't know where the fuck I was I not know where the fuck I was going half the time. I was like I'm looping myself. I I need four. a guide. I need to get a guide <laughs> yeah, yeah. for it. Like, and I, this was back in the day we had to go out and buy the ten pound yeah. guide, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah, Resident Evil 4 was my other one. Uh mm. I was playing that on the uh yeah, on the Wii, I think. But um but yeah, it looked the game of gorgeous, but I got to one part and I was like, this is just stupid like Capcom they must have forgot a part like because there's no way (laughs) you know there is just literally no way to get to the next part of the year to progress forward um without this particular item which I had to then retrace my step um to get back um but yeah speaking of Resident Evil I actually just finished Resident Evil 7 I know it's like an old school game but I managed to finish it managed to kill that motherfucking boss all in all quick review (sighs) The game starts off really scary. I would not have played it in VR because that's just, it's just freak. It's freaky out. Yeah. It's freaked out. But all um, in all, the ending was shit. <laughs> the ending was that's just what like... That's what I said, I, I, what I said so to you. I said, I, said, I was like, after, three, all that, after that, that's, that's such a creepy build up. You know what I mean? You've got this insane ba- um, family from the hills. You know what I mean? You were pretty much just eating you and doing various crazy things in fact, killing everybody around them as well. Um, and the storyline was pretty decent. But then as soon as it kind of, peaked i was like ah. and then i wanted to ask you actually is it yeah. the same with um, resident evil village
1: no so res i I'll, I'll tell you something i don't think resident evil 7 was even a resident evil game to begin with i think it was something else and then they realized what they had and then they shoehorned the umbrella shit towards the end of the yeah. game yeah, um, at the very end. That's what I'm saying. It's three quarters yeah. of that game. As soon as you go to the ship, the game just turns into something completely different, right? Yeah. Resident Evil Village is the best Resident Evil game ever made because what it really? does is it takes what made Seven great and yeah. enhances it more openly in a village instead of a house. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot yeah. more action to it, but <laughs> not as bad as the end of Seven. All right. And it carries on that story. Um, like I said, you just got to play it. But yeah, 4 was definitely one of the hardest games because I needed a guide because I did not know where um, the fuck was going. One
0: like. of the best right now. I mean, obviously, until I play Resident Evil 8. Um, but yeah, but thank you, uh, Elaine. Uh, sorry, we went off a little bit. Uh, but it happens a lot on the show. But anyway, uh, thank you for that question. Uh, over to Lee from Ireland now. And uh, they ask, uh, what are your thoughts on game expansion DLC? Uh, mainly story-driven games. Uh, with the news of Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima, Oh, my gosh. Ghost of Tsushima expansion. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Thanks for the show. And keep it up. So, basically, they're asking about DLC, uh, especially in light of Ghost of Tsushima, which should be coming out later on this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, we are going to Iki Island. Can't wait. Um, I I like it, you know. It's got to work, though. So, I think Sony, the first time they did it, was with Sucker Punch themselves, with uh, Infamous's... Festival of Blood, that was the first one. Then they did Infamous First Light. You obviously had The Last of Us left behind. If I'm all for it, depending on the price. If it's like Batman Arkham, you know, DLC, where it's a rip-off, it's a joke, right? You've got to remember, you've paid 50 quid for a game. Why are you going to pay £20 for something that's an hour long? Makes no sense. (laughs) Left Behind is like two hours, two and a half hours long, and it was like £5, you know. um, Iki Island, the rumour is that uh, the director's cut expansion for Ghost of Tsushima is about you know twelve to fifteen hours long. Okay, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I love it if it makes sense. If the game doesn't need it, what's the point? You know I like I like things the way like Red Dead Redemption the original one when they did an expansion, but it was like a full standalone game which was Red Dead uh, Undead Nightmare. You know, okay. which was just something completely different, off the wall, batshit crazy. Um, but then when you look at things like gta you know ballad of gay tony um you know you look at expansions like that and you look at uh, as i mentioned left behind you look at the spider-man the city that never sleeps and stuff great um if they come out too close after the original game i feel like they just took it out the game
0: yeah
1: that you know they just didn't want to keep it in there you know and they're just trying to cut they took a vertical slice out and they're charging you extra for it if it's a yeah. full blown later on thing like this expansion for Ghost of Tsushima and stuff like that, then I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Pricing is everything. Eventually it will go down in sales and stuff. So if you are somebody who wants to play an expansion and you think it's too expensive, just wait. They always go into sale all the time. You know, add-ons are always in sale. When you go to the sale, just filter and just put add-ons and you can see all the add-ons and DLCs that are on promotion yeah. and stuff. So a lot of the games will have that. Um, Am I going to play Ghost of Tsushima? Yes, I'm going to play the expansion. Am I going to play straight away? No, I'm in no rush. You know, a platinum trophy, that game. I do want to play the expansion because that world is absolutely stunning, but I don't want to rush it. I just take my time. I will buy it when I can buy it as a standalone for like seven quid on the PlayStation Store.
0: As a complete game with... No, because that's
1: a director's cut. I don't want to buy the director's cut. You know, I just want to play the expansion. And you know what happens. They release the director's cut and then a year later you can buy the standalone, you know, or upgrade your current version, you know. So I'll just wait for that. I'm not in any rush for it. Um the only game I would go out right now, straight away and buy DLC for is either God of War or Last of Us Part Two. Um I'd be like, right, I'm on it. If God of War they did did come out with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah they're not now obviously they're making the new one, but if they did I'd go out and buy it straight away, even if it was an hour long. If the last of us two were like oh 20 bucks for an hour an hour mission. I'd be like, yo, it's 20 bucks, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I know I'll have so much fun in that in that hour. But yeah. yeah, it's all for your own. If you really love it, then, you know, I wouldn't rush to go into something. Like, I, I loved Spider-Man 2018. But yeah. when the DLC came out, I was like, okay, I know these characters from the main game. I can see where they're going for it, but there's nothing different. It's the same type of missions I'm not interested and every time they do big deals now, I can get all three for like seven pound or three packs, yeah. you know, but I'm, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't need it. You know, it's not going to enhance the story for me, especially since Miles came out. So yeah. yeah. What about
0: you? I mean, uh, I mean, basically I think what Miles Morales was pretty much like an expansion, wasn't it?
1: it's, it's, purchase, it's a game and a half it. if that makes sense it's no, like a game and a half yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah dlc that's what it is which they <laughs> freaking ripped everybody off with because there's nothing else to play
1: nothing worth playing but Dude, um, but you can't you, you need to play it to really experience I, yeah yeah i it, yeah, can't it's know? too early for me to that, judge that that's that just like gives off the bat, cool man off. i was
0: thinking ah oh, really you know you
1: could have easily tagged this on um but, extra kudos um, to insomniac because their dlc is better than 99 of the games out there <laughs> it's so good miles is so good and i've just released a patch that improves the ray tracing even more like, yeah yeah, yeah. That, was, that was beautiful
0: um but ultimately like you said i mean yeah if it's released too close it does feel like a piss take you know they could have easy to slam it in the game but generally I just like playing the actual original narrative. You know what I mean? DLC, I'm not really a fan of because I'm pretty much on to the next game unless there's a complete drought and there's nothing else to play. Um, but yeah, in terms of Ghost of Tsushima, I will pretty much just get the complete edition when it eventually does come out. Because- That's the director's it, cut. Yeah, the director's cut, yeah. So once, yeah. once that yeah. comes out, I'll be playing that uh, with everything inside it. And then, yeah, I'll just enjoy that. But um, ultimately, if I'd played Ghost of Tsushima like you, I probably wouldn't even
1: play the next one. <laughs> you know i'll just leave it but that's what i'm going to wait for i want to yeah. see what the length is if it's if it's over if it's 8 to 10 hours i'm i'm super i'm i'm way happy so you know yeah. we'll see what happens on that front
0: Cool. All right, then. Well, that wraps it up for the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. As always, if you want to hit us up, uh, you can contact us at Twitter um, at latest PS 5 um, and that's at LatestPS5 on Twitter. If you want to get to us by email, that's the PS 5 at gmail.com uh, That's the PS 5 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, just give us some praise. Give us some shit, whatever. You know, we love all the banter. It's all good. Uh, and always, remember, if you want to get your latest PS5 five news without all that waffle that you hear everywhere else just hit us up yeah and if you know anybody else who wants to get all this information as well feel free to share it um and yes if anything we will catch you guys next week but before that i'm throwing it over to you for the last word
1: i'll just shout out to our uh if you go to youtube as well the link Ah, is in the podcast description you'll see all our latest videos and (laughs) things on there as well which are live reactions Pissing yeah. Xbox gamers off. You will see uh, me and Alex. Oh my god, that video! There, you know, <laughs> so video. yeah,
0: it's, phenomenal. Check it out, man. Check it out, guys. Yeah,
1: there's loads of stuff on there. So just click on the YouTube link in the description of this podcast. It'll yeah. take you straight to our YouTube page. Uh, subscribe to the channel. You get loads of videos about PlayStation and things like that. Uh, my final word is um, Alex can't accept that the PS5 is pacing faster than the Nintendo games. I'm sorry, yeah. what are you <laughs> did you
0: that? saying?